Hello and welcome to the latest edition of On The Rocks with Neil and Tom. I'm Neil. And I'm Tom. Good morning. Good morning indeed. So um, today we're just going to talk about using water as therapy, water therapy, therapy in water, whichever way you want to phrase it, I suppose. Um, so we've just come out from a little surprise, quite big surf in uh, Porthcawl. Um Again, it took us a bit by surprise. The wind dropped and some good, well over head high sets coming through, some lovely shoulders. So that's certainly given us some uh, some good therapy this morning. So um, what do we mean by water as therapy? What's your first thoughts on that? Well, the first thing is to think about what is therapy. And therapy, is it something which is general well-being? Is it something which is in you know, an acute need for it at a certain time or is it something which is improves your lifestyle I there's something therapeutic yeah. to state the obvious so if yeah. something's therapeutic what does that mean it makes us makes us feel better it makes us feel positive you know it definitely and it's um again it could be medicinal or it could be um something which just helps your general well-being so i think that coming out of the water now just just this this um this morning you know, it sums up a lot of the things that can benefit us. So we've got, you know, the physical activity of being in the water. That's certainly one thing. It's the um, sense of well-being that comes out after surfing. That kind of stoke, that feeling of elation, of relaxation, all those things. But it's also being in the water with other people. So it serves that purpose. And in the natural world. So it's, all of those things could be could be included within that. Yes, um, and again, we're focusing on water as therapy. Obviously, there's uh, loads of different ones in different places and things people do to, to make themselves feel better. But um, for us in particular, um, this website, uh, website, this podcast is, is about us because it's ours. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if I go, go through the history of sort of things I do in the water and things Tom does in the water, I started off probably, I suppose, my first water sports I was a very keen windsurfer when I was back in sixth form um, which then morphed into being a whitewater kayaker with a load of mates um, and that sort of saw me through to university which then changed more to surfing and so I suppose from the age of 20 really I've been uh, um, surfing quite non-stop I mean, literally and figuratively and but with like offshoots to stand up paddle boarding, uh, body surfing, and recently been getting into more um, cold water dipping and open water swimming. And so, so, basically, I suppose most of my water sports have been outside. The number of times I've swum indoors is quite minimal, so it's, it's, I think that's quite an important element as well. All mm. these, these water therapies we're talking about are outdoor ones mm -hmm. rather than perhaps I don't know going indoors to a swimming pool I mean we'll probably touch on that later but um, a lot of them as well that they have in common is that they are done with other people as well I mean yes and no because surfing can be quite a solitary sport I find um, you know when you're out there yeah, yeah if you go with somebody else and you, but surfers don't aren't that communicative of people sat sat talking you know, they, they just aren't, um, don't talk to each other. But if there's a group of people you know, then yeah, the camaraderie mm. and stuff is great. 
So yes and no, I think, is the answer to that. So what about your water history? Well, again, I mean, I, I was born, brought up a long way from the sea, as far, pretty much as far away from the sea as you could get. So we'd find any... In a Mongolia? <laughs> in Britain. Oh, right. and, uh, and so you go searching for water, and there'd be like some, some crappy old um, sort of... Um, quarry or something like that or a bit of river and, and that was that and since I, when I went to university and near to the sea it became the sea became a real attraction before then you go away on holiday and you make the most of it and I just don't love it but I really got you know go to the sea go to the beach but actually water sports and getting involved in it really was quite late on in life I suppose so getting into surfing I don't know maybe I can't even remember how long ago Possibly. Well, Probably about 2006 for you, was it? Yeah, maybe before then when it started. 2005? Yeah, yeah, it started. And then um, um, and then I sort of had a bit of a break and then met up with Neil again after Hello. We, we worked um, together and then I worked somewhere else and then we sort of caught up again. And then I really got into it for the last, I don't know, 10 years maybe? Yeah, I, I mean, it, really, really into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then it became a kind of surfing pretty much as, as every day if possible, but... Uh, you know, multiple times um, between then. So I suppose that, they've tried a bit of kayaking. That didn't work out too well. I was a bit, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was a, a little bit nervous, let's put it that way, of the kayaking, but I was getting into it. But uh, Neil's shoulder uh, gave up, so that kind of stopped. Um, oh, yeah, I suppose we did some sea kayaking. Sea well, kayaking, bit, yeah. yeah. And then the, the cold water dipping is something that we've been doing pretty uh, full on for the last nearly a year now, isn't it? Well, mm. Getting that way. but And that's... Yeah, so water sports is kind of more activity. It's it, to me, it's been more of a therapy. Right? I, I think that's what I would say from, for, from yeah, quite a late compared yeah. compared to me. I mean, yeah. you you came back to surfing at a real time of need for you, yes, didn't you? Absolutely. So you know, I was experiencing quite intense anxiety and all that sort of thing, and it it really was a therapy. I mean, you know. I don't know if it was meant to be, but it but it acted that way, and and uh, yeah, and and, I'm, and I've seen a lot of people who have benefited that way as well. So, if we start there, so mm -hmm. where, why did it benefit you? I mean, so you were you were still working as a teacher, mm -hmm. um, but obviously there was there was some you know, some sort of mental health issues going on, mm. not necessarily connected with work per se, was it? Um, no, it's general, general, it's general stage of life, all that sort of thing, and multiple factors. At, so, at play. so when you went surfing mm -hmm. why well first of all why did you suddenly think oh, i need to go surfing <laughs> again well i think it's it start and again we'll take it back a bit further um so when uh, neil used to shape surfboards many years ago and um he made uh, shaped a surfboard for me i can't remember the year but it's going back a long way and it sat basically in my in my garage and then even in my parents' garage for years, because I sort of I had a go and didn't quite take to it. And then, and then my son got started getting into it. So he would hear I surfed less, and, and he really liked it. And I thought, well, well, let's get back into this. And that really encouraged me. And I rang up Neil out of the blue and said, you know, do you find you know, I don't know, I, I can't remember yeah, what it was. I still now. remember to my I was sat at my uh, at my desk upstairs, right, and bizarre phone call from Tom Beback. And you know, I haven't spoke to him for a few years. And it was yeah. Like, oh. And yeah, so I think, you know, I said, yeah, come along whenever you're around, let's go for a surf. And, and uh, yeah, and that's it. And then from then on, I suppose, I kind of learned a bit more. I learned how to surf, probably. That's the problem. That was something. But it wasn't just that. It wasn't just learning how to surf. It was, it was actually the, 
the experience of being in the water was more than learning how to surf. The surfing was all, and you know, I'm going to be careful how I say it, but the, the surfing is was kind of secondary to the other benefits that come from being in the water, having a chat with somebody, because it was that that whole process. Mm. Make you know, you suddenly go from worrying about you know things that people middle-aged men worry about and then and then suddenly you're in the sea and all you can look at around you is the coastline the birds the uh, you know the clouds the incoming wave also yeah that little bit of the unknown the uncertainty what you're doing i think is taking away from your controlled life because hmm. suddenly you're throwing in all these random variables so yeah. you're, you're used to trying to control yeah. situations if i do this at home hmm. i can make sure this works this works i do this this will be okay when suddenly you've got this random selection of waves i mean mm-hmm. we're not where we are in south wales it's some of the waves are random at best you know we don't get long period swells that often we've lined up sets coming through so you are sat around waiting for a bit um and the randomness of the wind and other surfers and all that. So suddenly your mind's, mm-hmm. oh, I can't control any of this. So you, you learn not to. Mm. And I think that's quite an important part is the learning mm. not to try and control things. you just got to go with it. There's no option but to go with it. Mm. Especially when you're learning, I think, because quite often you're in mushier waves and you've just got to go with what's happening. There's, you can't even steer, particularly when you're starting. So it's just like, well, I just got to try and stand on the board. Mm. But yeah. all those, all those movements, like you say, are taking your mind off everything else that was yeah. in your mind that you yeah. normally would. Even if you're driving, you can think about it. Even if you're walking down the street, you can still have those thoughts. Riding a bike, you can still have those thoughts. But when you're getting pounded around in the white water, the only thoughts are, I need to breathe, mm. and I need to not be pounding around in the white water. And, mm. and so everything's taken out. I think when at that time as well, it was a kind of I was involved in you know, I don't know middle management, call it what you want. So it was always about you know processes, controlling this, controlling that, and you know, and I was a bit of a control freak. I had everything. I you know I had to be planned with an inch of its life, and therefore if something was that didn't go according to plan, then that would that was kind of half the battle. And there was variables that I couldn't control. That then, that's sort of about what, so know, is, where, where is surfing that, that much beneficial? Because no matter how much you say, I'm going to go surfing on Wednesday mm. at three o'clock, it possibly or probably ain't going to happen. Well, that's the thing, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how for me, possibly one of the areas where it was beneficial was that it was you know, when you went in the water, there was you know, I was complete, basically a beginner, and so I had a beginner's mind, but I was also. I didn't know what I didn't know as well. So it was all it, it was all new, and I had no, you know. Again, I also my ego was an issue, still is, but was then in particular. You know, I'm me the me the big man, blah 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 blah. You know, I want to be in charge. I want to be in control, and all that sort of thing. And and you couldn't be, and that was quite a relief, quite a relax. You know, to be able to do that. So that was that's a change then from um, from my experiences before so going into the sea and doing that that was definitely beneficial i remember not too long to your surfing resurgence you and uh, your son (laughs) i took you in in front of the golf club um the golf club break and uh, you got to clamber over the rocks and it's a bit of a sketchy paddle out and stuff like that and uh, and it was quite funny (laughs) because to me it was just second nature but seeing uh, 
the fear and the and the dread on the faces of the, the two of them certainly took your mind off uh, absolutely anything to do with uh, worrying about work or home or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, I, I, I de- definitely is. And then it also, as you went on, I don't know if I explicitly learned that or it just it just sort of developed over time was that you just couldn't think about it. You couldn't, you know, if you overthink things, I'm now going to do this when this wave comes. I am going to do this and then I'm going to do that. It doesn't. It, it it wouldn't necessarily benefit because the, as the wave was, there's always variables with that. There was always variables with other people around yeah. and all that sort of thing. So I kind of learned to be a little bit, to be more in the moment, to be more present, yeah. to be, and that you know, and it wasn't. It was easy to talk to say, oh yes, you need to be more present. I think, but yeah. you can't you, when you're when you're surfing that you can't be anything other than present so i mean some people refer to it as like a flow state don't they and especially when as you get better as a surfer you are fully in a flow state when you're mm-hmm. on a wave there is nothing else going on you know in i don't know i've never tried it perhaps to try and consciously think of something else when i'm on a wave like i'm going to try and think about mm. work or something. i don't know it just doesn't seem to mm. happen um it's, di- it's difficult to describe it you know i don't know even today which is a you know it is it was a really nice wave, maybe occasionally slightly overhead, and and when you actually get locked, you know, you're sort of literally locked in on a wave, and it's and you're going down the face. It was a beautiful face, quite quite steep, yeah, open shoulders, yeah, yeah. and and you know, you just just sliding down a wave, and it's such a the feeling of you say flow state. Maybe that that, that is. You know, there is nothing that you can think about. But if you then actually, well, I need to do this, and I need to do that, and I need to do this. Yeah. When we've done that, you've lost it. It's yeah. gone. It's just the experience is gone. Yeah, me need to do as yeah. in a surfing sense, not like I need to go and do the washing up or something mm. like that. It is. Oh, right, I'm going to do a cutback now. Perhaps yeah. better surfers enough uh, do that. They think that, but mm. I still think that a lot of that is just feel. Mm. You know, even good surfers know instinctively. Mm. They might before they go right. I'm going to try and do a roundhouse cutback on this wave. And then that's in their subconscious, and yeah. they do it. Um, so certainly, yeah, I think this flow element, um, like you say, being outside, mm. just having the the open air. Mm. Um, yeah, if you can hear beeping, you might have heard on the last one there was Tom's phone was beeping. Well, so he, he conscientiously turned his phone off for this one, um, but has left his garmin watch which has been recording his surf still beeping yeah. so that's now beeping so, so uh, that's all right that's right done things. Now. It's done now. um but um but yeah so i mean how does that that's all very relevant to surfing but then i mean kayaking would be mm. very similar especially whitewater kayaking but when it comes then to just cold water immersion therapy or dipping or whatever you want to mm. call it so just, again we mentioned well, it in the last few well, let's go, can I just go back to the kayaking bit because okay. I had a very I had a very short I don't know year or so I don't know I can't remember how long, long it was, it was more than that, yeah. it. we um and we went um kayaking in some local rivers and um, I found that white that, water rivers not flat so we're talking, yeah, yeah. We are talking white water yeah and I found that because again a complete beginner um I felt a lot of fear with it with me as well but as i towards the end i was you know also i I didn't have the ability to do you know at that time my skills weren't developed enough but you could see how you know again trying to fight against the river or fight Mm. against the natural inclination to lean one way when you really you know you you lean that way you're going to fall over but there's an inclination to lean the up river when you you know when you just protect yourself but it's everything is it's it would go against what you expect 
and that's that had the same you know beginning to, to learn that that you know you are skills involved in it but there's also overthinking it being in the in the flow state is actually you know going with the flow of the river literally mm. and using the river rather than trying to yeah. fight against it i mean for me white water was just the sort of bringing the word or which seems to be creeping into a, the lexicon of quite a few things lately or you know you're on this moving uh river moving water you've got the sky you've got the trees you've got the mm. river banks you've got nature all around you and you just get this amazing sense especially if there's waterfalls back in the day when we were kayaking quite reasonably sized waterfalls you know the awe of seeing one of them and coming over the top of it and stuff it is it, it all brings again you in the moment mm. you're, you're totally focused yeah and there's an adrenaline rush with it that come you know that's and i think that comes with surfing as well you get that that adrenaline rush as the wave you go down the wave, but then afterwards the feel you know it is a feeling of yeah. you know, afterwards it's a kind of state of I don't so, think calm as such, but a state of yeah. wow. You know, mm. it, it, it's very difficult to describe the feeling, and you know, and that persists for for a long time afterwards. It does, but again, before we go on to dipping and stuff, mm. <laughs> the caveat on that is. A lot of people let it go too far, mm-hmm. and it becomes an addiction. Mm-hmm. And again, like anything, uh, you know, it, it it can become all-consuming, and you start, which isn't, it's not a bad thing up to a point because it's quite a healthy addiction. But again, it's remembering that, and not. We spoke last week or a couple of weeks ago about people taking it too seriously and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So again, yeah, with the caveat that yeah, it's a bit of fun, mm-hmm. and it is a bit of fun, and and it can become addictive. You yeah. know, it can be you know that idea of searching for the bigger wave the getting you know and we've mentioned yeah. before um, of rushing to get home get out of work to get missing yeah. things and the interconnectedness of everyone you know everyone's out there for their own reasons and mm. for therapy themselves so not being an arse and riding every wave and stealing mm. all the waves and getting you know everyone needs it for different reasons and mm. uh, and just remembering that is quite important. Mm. So we talked about adrenaline and stuff like that. So how the hell does cold water dipping mm. fit into that? Because there's literally even moderately warm water dipping is still even warm water dipping is still beneficial. A lot of people find the benefits of it. Oh, so, it's huge. So there's no adrenaline there, is there? A huge amount of adrenaline rush as you're going into it. In yeah. cold, yeah, yeah, but definitely. not necessarily warm. But in cold water in particular, you're going to get you're getting that rush of adrenaline as you're going in. Definitely, it's still it's still there. You know, and that again, it's it's that intense experience that you, as we mentioned before, you can't. What can you think about other than in very cold water, other than survival? And you know, physiologically, the blood is coming, moving from the skin to protect organs. It's moving. It you know, it has an it has an, a real physiological impact, which yeah. impacts upon your state of mind as well. I mean. It's a bizarre thing. I mean, you literally you're in there for a minute, but then that minute, when it's very cold, especially mm. around here, uh, we, yeah, we're talking six degrees, seven degree mm. water, I guess. Um, so when we started, you're in for a minute, but then that minute turns into fifteen minutes by mm. the time you're in and out, and you're shivering. You're shivering like God knows what, mm. and your mind is just on shivering. It's like <laughs> whether you think oh, I'm going to die because I'm hyperphobic or mm. uh, or when am I going to warm up? When am I going to stop shivering? Mm. Um, you're literally not thinking of anything else. Mm. And even trying to focus on breathing becomes quite difficult. 
because again you know with the, the Wim Hof stuff using your breathing to slow mm. everything down etc etc can be quite beneficial but it's so difficult but mm. it's so beneficial and you just got to see around here in Port Cool, you know some mornings over 100 people mm. in the winter in the depths of winter in the sea in the bathers you know it's quite impressive to see mm. and the benefits it's bringing we just got to speak to various friends we have who have used it and so many people have benefited from just this little dipping experience for a few minutes a week yeah and it literally is that a few minutes a week and it is bringing up the camaraderie you know this big group of people all in it mm-hmm. together you're all doing it together you're all uh, experiencing a mm. common event um but then you've got the open skies you've got the water you, you know, you've mm. got God knows what, floating around your feet, animals and fish and this and mm. other. Um, birds flying and all birds sorts flying of over. And, yeah. and then, like you say, the the actual physiological response does something as well. And there's mm. been lots of documents. We'll probably put some links. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the show notes to do with scientific studies. Mm. But again, but it, but I know I know Neil's not too keen to, to talk about these these aspects. But there is there is. Can I just say I'm not evidence. too keen? Because I think this website is about our experiences mm. rather than mm. you know, but it's yeah, nice yeah. yeah i understand yeah. tom's coming from his scientific but you know i just think it's it's important to see that there has been considerable research that has shown the benefits of different temperature waters but being in water you know and i just think it's you know it's not to be dismissed as 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 woo science or as you know the latest thing you know fashionable thing there is evidence that it has a benefit for people's well-being change physiological changes so you know not it's not to be dis- dismissed by some people as as just a you know a fashionable thing that was all i i, I tom sent me the links early just but i was on the way to the beach so i had a quick quick scan of them and one thing that stood out for one one of the studies was saying that cold water shock basically is similar to uh electro what's it therapy yeah yeah convulsive yeah. therapy which which amazed me it's like well, absolutely so you know which is used sometimes in um, psychosis to to uh, uh, you know and, and actually this is this has been shown to have a, as as a, as efficacious an impact. So I think it's it's, it's definitely worth um, worth considering. I think it, it helps in other areas as with it not necessarily noticing. So it improves sleep relationships with with family really uh, improves you know diet uh, you know because you're you're more willing you want to do things that will that will perhaps prolong or improve your st- uh, stamina or something like that so so often things are without even thinking about it but then it we know that if you haven't surfed for a you know a week or two suddenly you start to get uh, i need to surf again uh, you know mm. it, so it, so it does become challenging i'm wondering I don't know, how do you get that surfing addiction um that we spoke about is lessened because we've had that we had the we've mm. had literally in my living memory of surfing which goes back over 20 years well, no 30 years now christ goes back 30 years we've had the flattest spell ever in can you know it's like four months of very little surf um but it wasn't a problem because i think because we we're doing other forms of the water immersion it mm. it Whereas before it would have, and you do see a lot of surfers actually. I'm only going in if it's 
stupid or clean or something like that. And then they get really grumpy and <laughs> fed up because they're not getting in enough. I remember, remember a few years ago you were saying, I'm not going, not going in Coney, I'm mm. not going in there. You know, would you have, would you that have... was crowds. More yeah, yeah, crowds. 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 But, crowds. But it's, it's interesting, you know, how... It, you know, actually, we went body surfing in this the same beach yesterday. There was nobody else in, no. and it was just, it was you know big and choppy and messy, and but it was just such a such a feeling at the end of it or during it. It's like this is just fabulous, you know, good fun, and you know, I felt I felt more tired yesterday than, oh, yeah. than surfing today. That's for sure. But uh, even though the surf today was really good, you know? yeah, I think yeah, you're right. You know, it carries on this, especially. Surfing. I'm not sure about dipping because it's not a performance-related sport. You know, being a good dipper, as mm. it were, you don't need... I mean, it may make you question some of your lifestyle choices, perhaps, but... I'm not sure. Again, it can become almost competitive. Uh, you, competitive how, long do you dip, how long do you dip for? Yeah. Oh, yes, I dip for. Oh, yes, I did. Uh, did perhaps that's a good sign minutes, of it, is people, yeah. people not letting their ego... Mm. You know, we certainly haven't. I think we spoke about it. Is you know, we would have twenty years ago. Yeah, we would have. Yeah. But it's not. There's no frowning if somebody gets out after two minutes and everyone else is in for twenty minutes. Everyone's okay. You know, it's like mm. people do. There's people. The groups are very keen. Just do what you can, sort of thing. And uh, don't don't be ashamed if you get out. Mm. Or don't be. So yeah, it helps the supportiveness. Um, so yeah, so I think certainly my life has benefited from all of these water sports and. Kayaking was very much about, like we say, I've said before, but also the camaraderie. We had a tight knit group of people mm. who relied on each other for their safety because kite, white wall kayaking, you do. Um, so that builds these bonds, and again, it gave, gives you something else to to focus on. Um, surfing again has brought me being a much healthier person, mm. questioning my ability to get up early in the morning, so I've stopped drinking, etc. Eating healthily, so my body's in performance mode if you like um, i think as an example of that i remember the f- a few years ago before i stopped drinking <laughs> on one new year's yeah, yeah yeah one uh, new year's eve i went out and obviously came back very late and was very i had lots to drink and all the rest of it and i knew oh i'll pick you up i'll pick you up at i don't know what time it was it was at eight or something I pick up at eight so i don't know i, I was yeah. still still drunk basically and uh, and going in and it was the most unpleasant experience because I, I actually thought I was I was done for because it just couldn't I couldn't do anything I didn't know what it I was, was doing. It was a beautiful day, yeah, absolutely yeah. beautiful surf, and Tom was just like next to useless, yeah. And, uh, and I'm there catching oh some nice waves, yeah. yeah. And it, and again, it was sort of what a waste of time. And I think that that is something as well. I hope mm. you you know when you you know to come out in the morning to you know to get up in, in the holidays sort of you know at relatively early in the morning and, and come and enjoy the water whatever it happens to be whatever state yeah. state of state of waves tide whatever come and enjoy that it's, it's such suppose, a pleasant yeah, mo- experience most of the dipping groups are here at half seven on mm. sunday morning so you know most of them really haven't been out for i'd imagine yeah. i don't know yeah uh, and so and so it's a reason it's also a reason not to do those and to, to drink and sometimes people need I'm going to say an excuse not to do something. Maybe we talked about the culture of drinking, and so that could become a, you know, maybe, oh, no, I'm going to surf in the morning. You know, I'm not drinking. I'm, you know, I'm not going to have much tonight. I'm going, to, I'm mm. going out dipping in the morning or whatever. So, that's, good. that's a yeah, positive thing. that's good. So what about indoors? I mean, going swimming in a swimming pool. Does that bring the same benefits, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. For some people, maybe. Never did for me. Um, it's, it was purely like, a, like being on a treadmill. Um, the swimming pool was a. You know, yeah. All you could see was the 
the line on the bottom and you yeah, went up and down. It's exercise, isn't it? Yeah, it's more, yeah. more than possibly. I mean, that's not the same. We're not demeaning it. No, because, some but, people may love that. But certainly a lot of people inland, I know, have been finding rivers and reservoirs mm. and lakes. And, and I think that certainly mm. is more beneficial if it's done obviously safely. I think um, the natural environment is it, it's, it's just so nourishing. It's just... when. Like like we're saying, whether it's a beach or a river or a you know a, you know somewhere where you've got that opportunity, a, a lake inland where you know as long as it's safe to do so, and and you know we have seen there was horror stories of drownings and 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 people getting into real bad states. So as long as precautions are taken, mm. but the benefits and particularly with groups of people who have have experience of doing it could be the best and if you've never done it before could be the best way just to start and then and as you build up your confidence then make your own choices but to go into it completely ignorant of yeah. you know even if, if, if the states of tide and, and currents and rips and all those sort of things going into surfing and and again I, I i didn't know it but i didn't know what i didn't know so i remember once getting washed up on the headland in in fourth call and having to climb out <laughs> over the rocks and you know, and, and it happens, but I didn't know. You know, but, but again, <laughs> yeah. importantly, you self-rescue. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're not relying on somebody else to yeah. uh, to to come and get you. And again, yeah, knowing your limits, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I couldn't recommend it more. If you know, if you if I have a bad day at work, just come and get in the water, mm. and yeah, you know, it doesn't take all the thoughts away, but it it just brings you back somewhere. It grounds you, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You know, it just brings it back to a certain level so your mind isn't just frenetic and in those yeah. loops of you know doom and despair and uh yeah and it, catastrophizing. Helps, yeah. And it helps clarify as well you can go in come in down to the beach with the problem that you that it seems insurmountable or you know it's just taking taken over you have a surf and you come out and you actually may you haven't solved it but it may you see it from a different Put angle. It in perspective yeah it's you, yeah the yeah. view yeah you've got mm. a certain view of this problem when you mm. go in as uh, the buddhists would like to say you know one of the eight fold path is right view mm. or correct view and you've got this view of this situation that's mm. happened at work or in the family or whatever and you go in water in whichever way and suddenly your view shifts a little bit the perspective mm. shifts mm. And it may not seem as bad. It might seem, you know, equally as awkward, but something's changed. Mm. And you're just able to process it a little bit better or not catastrophize from it. It's one thing, something happening. Mm. But as we know, the catastrophizing where you just, this leads to this, leads to this, leads to this, which suddenly becomes a habit. And it's probably something we'll discuss, the, mm. uh, that cycle, which is quite important in Buddhism. It's mm. um, So, yeah, so I think, long and short of it we're coming near the end now is mm. if you can get in some water just do it yeah you know? and be safe when you're doing it but yeah. just enjoy it enjoy the experience yeah. go with someone else yeah there's plenty of things out there uh, my part of the family um they live you know around the doncaster rotherham barnsley area pretty landlocked but there's these lakes there and there's loads of water sports clubs and mm. i know that they've joined it and they're doing all sorts of things kayaking supping swimming mm. you know it's all, exactly. all going on and uh, it's there for you if you search it out definitely definitely but anyone can do it because all you need ultimately for a bit of dipping is a pair of bathers and a towel and uh, that's pretty cheap cool okay thanks and hope you got some benefit of that and see you next time thanks so much.